بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إمام النووي's Riyad al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa afdal as-salawat wa taslim. Ala Sayyidina Mawlana Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa salam ajma'in. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'alamtana innaka antal alimul hakeem. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliyya al-azim. In kitab Riyad al-Sadihin, Sayyidina Imam al-Nawi rahimahullahu ta'ala wa nafa'ana bi'ulumi fiddarin ameen ila inqal. Hadith number 115. And Anasin radiallahu anhu qal. إن الله عز وجل تاب على الوحي على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قبل وفاته حتى توفي أكثر ما كان الوحي متفق عليه. This is narrated by Sayyidina Anas that he said Allah عز وجل sent revelation more frequently to the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم as he neared his passing so that when he passed away that he was uh, he when he would so that when he passed away, revelation was at its highest frequency. So, this is in the tail part of the chapter, where Imam Nawawi radiallahu anhu is encouraging us to increase in good deeds towards the end of our lives. This hadith that we just mentioned and one more hadith after it is what he concludes this chapter with. And in general, that we want to be people of good, but especially as our life approaches its end, we want to even be doing more good. And we will actually take the next hadith and then circle back around to speak a little bit about this meaning. And hadith number 116. And Muslim. This is narrated by Sayyidina Jabbar that the Messenger of Allah said, Every person will be resurrected in the state in which he passed away. So we know that we will die according to the way that we live and that we will be raised according to the way that we die. And in the life of our Prophet, no one had a greater seal than our Prophet. People could have in life a Husna Khatim, a good seal. And then you have what is called a kamal husn al-khatim, a perfect good seal. And the good seal is when you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a good state. But the perfect good seal is when you die, for instance, prostrating. You die doing an act of goodness. You die at doing some act of worship. That's a kamal husn al-khatim. And no one had a good seal like our Prophet did and he was actually given the choice and he chose the Rafiq al-Ala, the highest companion subhanahu wa ta'ala and so this is an indication to us may Allah ta'ala reward him for advising us on this particular point that we want to increase in good as we get closer to death and we are reminded that as we get older that death is approaching that more quickly 
even though it could pounce at any given moment. So in relation to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this hadith says, Inna Allah Azza wa Jal. So when we say Azza wa Jalla, we pronounce it Azza wa Jal, but it's actually Azza wa Jalla. And in it that you see the name of Allah Al-Aziz, the mighty, it's linguistically related to Azza. And then you see Jalla, which relates to the name of Allah Ta'ala, Al-Jaleel, the majestic. So Azza wa Jalla, yani the mighty and majestic. When we say Azza, yani when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wants something to happen, no one can withstand. That there's no Ghalib. No one will overcome or overpower Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And then when we say Jalla, is that Allah Ta'ala is majestic, that, uh, that well beyond anything that someone might ascribe to him, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, he has that is, is perfect in his majesty, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And so, Taba al translated here as, sent revelation more frequently. And so, what we are learning here is, is that before the Prophet ﷺ, his wafa, before his passing, is that he started to receive revelation more frequently. Now, some scholars will mention this relates to the fact that the ninth year of the Hijrah was known as what is called the Amil Wufud, the year of delegations. And so that there were well over 70 delegations that came to the Prophet ﷺ proclaiming their Islam and that entering into the fold of that this blessed deen. And so that with all of the questions that arose with these various delegations, this is one interpretation of why the Prophet ﷺ received revelation more towards the end of his blessed life, ﷺ. And there are others as well that they say that it refers to the closest of the Messenger of Allah ﷺ. And so that if we know that a person will be resurrected in the state in which he passed away, and they mention that in that regard, for instance, this is for good and for evil, that the person who is performing hajj, if they die while they're performing hajj, they will be resurrected saying the talbiyah, labbaik Allahumma labbaik, for instance. But then also that, negatively speaking, is that if someone that dies playing a musical instrument that is forbidden, they'll be raised in this state. Or, is that if someone died in a state of intoxication or while committing adultery, may Allah protect us and preserve us in the Muslims, they'll be resurrected in that very condition. So this is a warning to all of us. What do we spend our time doing? We never know when death is going to strike. So we don't want to be doing something that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. May Allah Ta'ala protect us and preserve us and make us people of obedience. But that's in relation to its negative that sense. But in terms of its positive sense, this is what we want. We want to have a sa'at as-safa, a moment of purity in those last moments of our life. And what is greater than receiving revelation? Revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as if one of these meanings is, is due to the closeness of our Prophet sallallahu and due to how it is that we will be raised based upon how it is that we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, revelation came for frequently in the blessed life of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And what we also learn from this is, is that 
every single last one of us, we know that we're going to meet our Lord. And the more that we habituate ourselves and accustom ourselves to doing good, the more that when we take our last breath, when the heart takes over and we no longer have the ability to intervene with the aql, the better that our state will be. And the more able we will be by the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala too, that remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be firm. But ultimately, that firmness is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask him to make us firm upon La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah and may we be from the elect of those who worship him and to as he deserves to be worshipped subhanahu wa ta'ala and to obey him and may the very best moments of our life be the moments that we the moment that we meet our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala wa sallallahu Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.